It's episode 36 of the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. And Nick is back in Seattle after a month in Boise. It's just a quick pit stop for him to host Founders Live. And so we're starting off the episode talking about last night's winner's coffee break. We then transition into Burger King trending on Twitter and YouTube because of their liking of tweets. And lastly, we're talking about robot influencers who popped up recently on Instagram and how possibly robots and AI could be disrupting the whole influencer space that I'm currently in. Thank you so much for watching this week's show. Uh, If you're watching this after the Super Bowl, I hope your team won. If you're watching it before, I'd love to know your predictions. Uh, You can always shoot us a tweet, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you like to find us. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Hey, Nick, what is up? <laughs> Connor, what's up, man? We are connected. All right. So uh, non-shout out to Anchor app, the app that we use to record this podcast every week because uh, they got rid of the call function or something happened with the call function. Now I have to invite you via text, which isn't that big of a deal, but I was very confused and we are starting this a little late. Uh, but Nick, happy Friday. Like always, it's episode 36 and the show is called Catching Up. So what do you have? catch us up on oh man <laughs> i'm just glad i'm glad we're i'm just glad we're on here but uh yeah I, i'm doing well man i'm i'm uh briefly in seattle and little uh visitor in my own city uh feeling but it's it's good and it's crazy and we just had uh, our founders live seattle event last night man it was huge it was great we were at the collective um packed the house um uh, there had to be over 300 people there. Wow. And it was fun. It was really fun. And, um, you know, just to kind of jump into my experience as well as we'll talk about the winner real quick. Uh, but it was, it was awesome, man. It was, it was so great to see everyone and just overwhelming, um, just the outreach and um, just, just like everyone there and kind of felt like it was a little bit of a home, homecoming, which was really cool. And, um, you know, we had some special guests and, you know, uh, some people from out of town and, um, but actually, uh, so the winner ended up being coffee break. Are you familiar with coffee break? No, I'm not. Oh, man, you gotta, you gotta get on here. So coffee break is, um, an app that connects you with people you should know. And really, really interesting, or just like a cool concept around, um, you know, if there was, if there was like a business oriented app that could really help you connect with and go grab coffee with, obviously, but um, the, the app helps you find new people and connect with people that you can help or can help you. And it's, it's oriented around like a business um, essentially, I mean, it's not like a matchmaking, it's not, you know, it's not dating. It's actually in the business nature, but helping you connect with people. And, um, you know, I've, I've been advising and mentoring these, in, these guys since like day one, and it was so cool to see them actually win. Yeah, that's so impressive. And so I know the question that's always asked at Founders Live, what's their monetization strategy? <laughs> um, they are working on that, but it's really around, um, you know, involving, you know, large companies and brands and, um, you know, highlighting obviously maybe like, you know, job opportunities or, um, you know, if you're connecting people 
there is a way to bring in larger companies and brands um, that adds value. And so, yeah. so, so they're experimenting around that. And I think that that's, that's the inherent tension, right? Like if you are a social experience, um, how, how do you bring in a monetization that makes sense? And, you know, look, obviously there could be a paid, you know, uh, a paid uh, membership maybe, you know, and what does that mean? I don't know. And all that, but I think, you know, bringing in companies and brands um, in a meaningful way is what they're looking at. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, it, I'm it, curious. It was, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, it was really cool. Um, I remember probably, it was about a year ago, maybe more at the Riveter in Seattle and James and Michael came up to me and basically pitched me on this idea and they're just like, we want, we want to know what you think and blah, 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 blah. We'd love to have coffee and <laughs> coffee break and uh, talk about it. And dude, from the before even deployed concept now to them deployed growing, I was like one of the first users. And then they, they end up getting on stage and winning. And it was just like, it totally came full, full circle. And I think that that just proves like, Look, if you have an idea, go to Founders Live, be around the community, and when you're ready to pitch, pitch, because you might end up winning, and, you know, seeing how that um, helps you grow as a company is really amazing. Yeah, and that's just great exposure and great practice, and that's so cool to see, like, the full transition of where it came from, Yeah. Um, from, from meeting you the first time. That's amazing. I'll have to, after this podcast, I'll go and I'll dive in a little bit more. Uh, Cause yeah, if they're not out there, I mean, if they don't have a podcast or some type of social network plan, uh, maybe I can provide some advice to them because sure. yeah, if it, if it's an app to connect professionals and have conversations, doing something like what we do is perfect for what they're doing. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Cool. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. And so how's, how's your travels been going? You're, you're back. So you've been gone for about a month now and this is your first trip back to Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been gone about a month. Um, I'm here in Seattle. I actually leave. So it's Friday morning. I leave tomorrow. Uh, I leave Saturday morning, uh, to head down to California. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's crazy. Like last night was, it's hard to describe. It was so, so many people and just so cool to see everyone. And you know, you know, what's so weird is think about this for a second. I was gone a month. And in rel- relatively speaking, some people might be like, oh, my God, I was just on a month-long trip. That was a long time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm one-twelfth into this. Like, to, yeah. me it was, to me, it almost felt like a week or a weekend. Like, it, it, that, it, the, the month went really quickly. But, like, it's just crazy that um, I still feel like I'm in the first inning on this thing. And because I am really, you know, yeah, it's, it's, totally. it's crazy. It's crazy. So the, yeah, it was, it was really great. It was fun to be in Boise, Idaho. Um, but you know, I, I, I do feel that, um, it's interesting because look, here's my next eight weeks. Okay. So I go, I'm, I'm flying out to LA, um, on Saturday, I'll be in LA until the 11th. I then go to San Francisco from the 11th, till the 17th i then go to san diego from the 17th to like the 23rd 24th something like that i then will end up back up here in seattle 
for the end of February for our next Founders Live event, which, by the way, 28th, put it on your calendar, be there. 28th. <laughs> you need to be there, uh, man. Gosh, these dates are not working out for me. Oh, uh, man. I'll see, what, I'll see what I can do. That's my fiance's birthday, mm. uh, so I'm a little worried about that one. I, I, uh, but maybe I'll convince her to go. Okay, okay. So, um, so then <laughs> after that, then I head to Phoenix, and uh, actually, what's really cool is w- w- we just got included into uh, Startup Week in Phoenix, so um, I'll make it down for that first week of March, uh, Phoenix, and then I slide over to uh, Austin, and it you know it looks like we'll have an event uh, during South by Southwest, so that's like that second week of March. I head to Vegas, and so if you remember, even last year, being in Las Vegas uh, for March Madness, I'll be there again this year. Yeah, I'm uh, going to be there for, for during March Madness, too. So hope, maybe we'll be syncing ooh, up in the same weeks. That's awesome. And, and, then, and then after that, uh, head back to um, Austin for the last week and then uh, head to Dallas. So, dude, that, that, that's like my two months or literally like almost every week it's a new city. And um, so it's just it's 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 just a crazy schedule. And I am I'm just enjoying it and taking it stride in stride and um just doing my thing, but dude, yeah. that's my, my next two months is, is definitely back to back to back. It's crazy. Well, with only the one month being away and coming back, there's probably not too many changes. I'm really curious to see when you come back, like over the summer yeah. um, or later in the fall and really to see how your perspective changes and uh, yeah. do you miss it? Do you not miss it? What's, what's that? What are those feelings that are going to come when you come back and oh, yeah. uh, where are you going to go from there? So yeah. we only, we only got two topics on the schedule for, this week's conversation, but I'm really curious to know your thoughts uh, because they're really interesting. So the first one was a trending topic uh, that Casey Neistat, uh, who, who I am a big fan of, and he made this video. Well, first, let, let me backtrack. He tweeted out that Burger King had liked a bunch of his tweets back in from 2011. And so he tweets this out, like, why is Burger King liking my tweets? Which a bunch of other influencers also started conversations of all revolving around the same thing. So Burger King went into all these influencers histories and like tweets from seven years ago. Right. Whoa. And so all of these people start talking about Burger King uh, last, I guess this was this past weekend uh, on Twitter. Right. So it gets Burger King to start trending. And then Casey Neistat comes out with a video um, and he's just pissed at Burger King. But it turns out that Burger King did that very intentionally uh, because they are re-releasing. It's like they're, oh, I'm, I'm going to butcher it. I should have refreshed my, my memory on what it was. Uh, but it's some like new French fry uh, cinnamon stick thing that's coming out. And the last time it was out was back in that time. So they were going back and looking at people's tweets from that same time when this meal was out. And it was just <laughs> an incredible hack. And it got all these people to start talking about Burger King one day. Casey Neistat made a whole video about Burger King. He went to Burger King um, and actually like got food and talked about it um, and made this big video. And so my question for you, Nick, was like, what do you just think about this tactic? I thought it was uh, – Casey says it really well. He was like, whoever was the marketing person who thought of this idea, you better give that person a raise because it was just such an interesting thing to do. um, And it got a crazy amount of attention. Yeah. I, I really I, I actually like the tactic I like it it seems it seems very organic and um, 
it's subtle. And I think if you're a brand, no matter small or large company, it, this should really, this should influence you and how you look at, you know, look, you know, it's, it's crazy because you think about it, you know, if we're talking about Twitter. There's a history of tweets and there's a history of things that a lot of people don't either recognize or respect in the sense that, you know, you can go back and utilize what has happened in the past and, you know, them just going back to his tweets and liking it. That's all they did apparently. And yet he gets all worked up about it. And I, I think it's really, it's interesting that, you know, companies can look at that and say, Hey, let's go back to a time in history, you know, five years, seven years ago and, act on a tweet or content that is relevant to the time frame that we are, are, are thinking about and, you know, like using that content now today. And I think that that's a really interesting strategy. So I give them huge props. Um, and I think, I don't care how big or small you are. Um, that's, you know, I think that this is a really interesting lesson for brands to use social media and, in, in, you know, way in interesting ways and, and ways that aren't, like so obvious. Like what 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 are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was genius. Um and yeah. Casey Neistat does give him credit. Um and he kind of goes back and forth in his video where he's like he's very and he feels used, right? Because he he didn't really understand and he has a ton of attention and all these other influencers, well, you know, when they say things people listen. And so he he felt a little used in the fact that uh they gamed the system a little bit and well, started look, all this conversation. Look, man, I don't, I don't really buy that because if you are an influencer, I think you're signing up to be used. Like it's just like that's the way it works. And so yeah, he he brought it on. He didn't have to tweet. <laughs> exactly. He didn't have to mention Burger King in the tweet. But exactly. I really I really like how he wraps it in because you know he's wrapping it into like okay, you got the value out of me that you wanted, and so he makes a request to them. He was like in return. I want you to make a donation yeah. uh, to to a charity, right? He's like, yeah. you you got what you wanted. Now, how about you give me a little something that I want and you make a donation for something good uh, yeah. because I provided all this value to him. And so I really like how he tied that in. I haven't heard if Burger King has responded to this video yet, um, but I hope they do go. I think that it's just the right thing to do. And Casey Neistat really twisted it in the, in a great way to say, all right, we gave you all this free attention. He even made the video about Burger King um, in his blog. And then he's like, now go and do something good for the community <laughs> since you got nice. all this attention. I really like how he just said that. So nice. for, the next, for the next topic is an article that uh, for all you listeners out here, I'll make sure it's posted in the show notes because it just blew my mind. And it's about influencers. And there's this new Instagram accounts that recently popped up. And they're not people. Um, two of the influencers are robots and they look exactly like people. Yeah. And then another one is like an animation where the guy is inserting the animated character into real life photos. And so, (laughs) and, and these influencers have a million followers already. And so it, it just got me thinking, right? Like I, I never really thought that an influencer could be disrupted and that the future of influencers aren't even real people. They are just digital brands fully native to the internet who just live on Instagram or obviously they can live across platforms, but they're not even real. Obviously they're controlled by somebody, 
but what do you think about these influencers that are robots or are animations and actually aren't, you know, people with thoughts and contributing <laughs> to physical society? Man, you know, it's it it brings up like what is an influencer? You know, it literally like it, that question cuts to the core of what it really is. So number one, you know, what are influencers and you know, if they are becoming less human and more robot or automated, is that, I don't know, I think it, it, it's starting to starting to twist a little bit. And, you know, do we want to hear from someone that is authentic, that we trust what they say, that we love, we were interested in what they say, or are we just there to, you know, receive a tweet and receive an, an influence towards a message or a brand because if it's automated in a robot there's never going to be that human connection and i think as influencers started they started because there was something authentic that they were doing and people connected with that mm-hmm. and i you know it's like i don't know man it i i think you, you this is more of your world than than me so i'm curious your thoughts but it just feels um it, it feels a little twisted. It's it, and at some point it's it's losing its like human authenticity, and and then now we're like, I mean, are we just so easily quote influenced that we can be tricked quote air quotes by a robot, um, and and now you start questioning everything. So I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, th- I think it just it it paints a interesting picture of the difference between our physical real world lives and the internet lives that we all have and, and how there's so many people on the world who have two different lives going on. They have the internet self and then they have their personal self. And yeah. for some people that's completely disconnected. And so now that I'm seeing it, it's like, Oh, this is totally rational. and makes sense that people would, there, there would be different, just only digital personalities out there. And so taking their opinions and actually having them influence. I'm curious to see where that goes. They're going to have to really establish some credibility and and where does it get disconnected from a human? Like all of these profiles that are coming out right now, they're still managed and run and posted by a human being. And so there's still that factor involved there, but with the future of AI and robots and and, and how they're going to be more autonomous, they're certainly going to be, some some branded person who will be a spokesperson i mean it's no different than the geico gecko right um you could definitely say he he has such or it has such a strong brand um at least on our tvs and if the geico gecko stopped making geico commercials and went on and did their own thing that would be very interesting uh, mm-hmm. But we've always been influenced by these characters, right? From Mickey Mouse to Bugs Bunny. Um, it's it's always part of our nature with modern media to be connecting on some emotional level with these fictional characters. Uh, so now this is just the 2019 mm. Instagram, Instagram life version of all these new characters. It, it, uh, but yeah. it's very interesting. That, that's a, I, That's a very good way to think about it. And I wasn't necessarily connecting those dots so i think you bring up a really good point um i agree with that i i would only suggest it's a slippery slope and if there's no full human behind it that's obvious 
um, it's very uh, fleeting and superficial. And so you as a brand have, um, I guess there's less area to navigate or like the bumper plates are way closer. And the moment the, the, um, the, the topic is off or the moment that, that, that like, I don't know, you just like have less leeway, but as a human being, there's, I think people give up people, people give other people benefits of the doubt a lot. And, yeah. and, and so like that, that's something that is natural and normal is it's human beings. But when it's like, when you bring up like the gecko, that's interesting. And, you know, they've been on, on point for so long. I mean, just with that specific brand. Um, but yeah, imagine if the gecko just started to kind of go do something else and it'd be like, wow. All right. Like, okay. You know how, um, the Verizon that, and Sprint guy, dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. That guy, <laughs> yeah. like, he basically switched teams and you're like, okay, I get it. You're a human being. You basically got traded and respect. I got respect for you. But imagine if the Geico like went to like nationwide insurance. It's like, what? Like, yeah, that would be how, crazy to see. Yeah. But, uh, I think we would actually be okay with it. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you got to check out these profiles because the ro- the two robot girls look very human. Uh, oh, wow. it, when, when I first looked at them, it was like, wow, these things are really close. Where if they, if they didn't explicitly say they were robots in their bio, I could totally see people thinking mm-hmm. that they are just Instagram models because they're so much touched up and Photoshop images out there now of models that yeah. it's, it's really easy to disguise. And two of the robots do collaborations on Instagram. So they're all in real world positions. They look like normal human beings are like posing like normal supermodels. Yeah. And then they're like taking selfies together. So they're doing <laughs> very human things. Uh, it, it is crazy. And so it'll be very interesting when a celebrity starts getting built up and then we find out they're a robot. I think that's yeah. going to happen in the next decade or so because I can't even imagine what these robots are going to look like in five years. Oh, totally, man. Um, it's crazy. Well, that concludes episode 36 of the catching up podcast. Nick, it is always great to speak with you on Friday mornings. Um, what do you got going on this weekend? Hey man, uh, jumping on a plane, heading to Southern California, hopefully getting out of this rain and cold. I'm, I'm excited. So today I, uh, I go, I will go to my storage unit. I'm going to get rid of my coat and I'm literally light, a light, lighter bag as I travel down to Southern California. And I'm pretty much like, you know, as I go down there, I'm pretty much like leaving. I'm literally leaving winter. I'm so excited. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. And I, you know, I can't wait to be in California. Um, if you're listening and you're in California, reach out, let me know where you're at and let's connect. And, um, but I'll be back up in Seattle for the last week of uh, February. So dude, we got to hang. We, yeah. we got to hang, Let, man. Yeah. Let's get, let's get it on the calendar. So yeah. Cause my, I just book up real quickly. Um, <laughs> me too. Me too. And so one last thing, who do you got for the Super Bowl this week, this weekend? I got to go Rams. Gotta, gotta go, Rams. go Rams. Gotta you go gotta NF- NFC, man. I gotta go Rams. I got and and you're gonna be in LA, so that could be wild yeah. next week if they win. I know. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with twenty seven twenty. No, twenty four twenty one. Twenty four twenty one. Well, in the spirit of competition, I'm gonna take the Patriots. Uh, Thirty two twenty. <laughs> okay. All Their right. biggest Super Bowl win ever. 
Whoa. Well, Nick, All right. good luck on your trip to California. I look forward to uh, following up, seeing who had the better pick uh, next Friday. Enjoy your trip. Safe travels. And we'll Sounds see you good. next week. Peace.